0: Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us at Life Family Church Podcast. We exist to reach, disciple, and empower people to live in the fullness of God. If you're new to our church or want to learn more about us and what we believe, you can check us out online by simply going to lifefamilychurch.net. We hope you enjoy this week's message.
1: Psalms 23, please. Psalms 23. Um, I read out of three translations. I read out of the King James Version the Amplified Version, and the Passion Translation. And um, I like the Passion Translation because it's the Aramaic. It's the translation of the Aramaic, and we know the Apostle Paul spoke Aramaic. Okay, But you need to know the King James, really, because that's the original Greek and Hebrew translation, even though it's in Elizabeth language. (laughs) Praise God, amen. So let me read to you out of the Passion Translation, the Psalms 23, and it says this, the title that I have here says, The Good Shepherd. How many know that Jesus is the good shepherd? Amen. He says this, The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. Now, that's a pretty good statement right there. How would you like to know that the Lord is your best friend? Amen. I think everybody needs a best friend. I mean, Pastor Marie is my bestie, bestie. Praise God. Amen. And then Pastor Todd DeLay is, is my, like my best friend kind of thing. But I have a bestie, bestie first. Praise God. So he says, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my best friend. That's really awesome. He goes on to say, I always have more than enough. Amen. Listen, you know, I don't know of any good shepherd that doesn't take care of the sheep. Amen. Yeah, because see, Jesus, when he came, he is the good shepherd. And when he came, he defeated the enemy which is poverty, sickness, death. Come on, hello, somebody. You know, God's not poor. Did you know that? Yeah, I mean, in heaven, it's, I mean, it's, that which we call as precious gold, we walk on the streets of heaven. Come on, hello, somebody. Amen. So there is no poverty in heaven. And Jesus said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth or in your life as it is in heaven. So he goes on to say here, he says, I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. Man, a resting place. I don't know about you, but Pastor Marie and I and my dog Jesse, we're kind of like homebodies. Yeah, I have a Belgian Malinois. She likes to stay home. She doesn't like to always be in the car, you know. We're just kind of homebodies. You know, you get home, you get to get in your pajamas, and you just don't do nothing. I mean, there anybody like, besides me that likes to do that. Okay, I'm in good company. Praise God. Amen. My home is a good resting place. Can you say amen? So he says, he offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. He tracks he, His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me the pathways of God's pleasure. He leads me along his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of the deepest darkness. You're not camping out in the valley of darkness. You're actually going through the shadow Come on, hello, there's a big difference between going through the valley of something and the, and the casting of a shadow of something. Isn't that interesting? I like it. And he's with you and he honors you. The Lord, even the Lord, when your path takes me through the valley of the deepest darkness, fear will have no conquer over me for you already have. Now we know that the opposite of faith is fear. Can you say And the opposite of fear is faith. Can you say amen? And you have faith. Can you say amen? That's a good thing. And he goes on to say, Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. Man, the fragrance. Everywhere you go, you carry a fragrance. It's the fragrance of the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3 16, Is not your body the temple of the Holy Ghost? And God there dwells in. So God goes with you, his fragrance. The lily of the valley smells sweet. Can you say amen? He shall give you, he, he, he will give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear of the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, with my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be with you forever and ever. You know, the King James says, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So if we take it in today's vernacular, it would be thy word and thy spirit comforts me. Hebrews says that he will never leave you, Nor forsake you. He will never relax his hold on you. He will not, he will not, he will never leave you. That means he's with you all the time. Amen. He's with you when you're sleeping at night. He's with you during the day when you get up. He's with you out throughout the whole day. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Not only that, he takes pleasure in the prosperity of his children. As a matter of fact, prosperity looks you up, looks you around, looks you down, looks you in, looks wherever you go. Why is that? Because you're blessed going in, blessed going out, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed in your house. Everywhere you go, you're blessed. You are children of the Most High God. Amen. amen. You're joint heirs with Jesus Christ, and Jesus became poor on the cross so that you and I could become rich. Amen. Now the word rich means to have a full supply. Amen. Come on now. God's not, God's not, you know, interested in not you being rich. Come on, hello, somebody, having a full supply. No, he's interested in you not being covetous. Can you say amen? Yeah, because I believe that the world, see, the world is looking for fame, fortune. So the church, we, the body of Christ, have to give the world something better than what they have. Come on, hello, somebody. Amen. You know, they have sorrow. They can get all the riches and all they want, but they have sorrow with it. You and I can obtain riches and wealth. Hello, somebody. Come on now. And have no sorrow with it. Why? Because those things don't move us. The Holy Ghost moves us. The Word of God moves us. Can you say Amen. So we're an example. The Bible says man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. Hello. Come on now. So therefore, Jesus became poverty. He became sickness. He became disease so that you and I don't have to have that. Can you say amen? Yeah. So the Lord is our shepherd. We should not want for any good thing. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. If you need an offering envelope, on the back of the chair in front of you is an offering envelope. If you don't have one, if you'll slip your hand up, an usher will get that to you. Praise God. If you're making out your checks, make it out to Life Family Church. If you're giving by way of a credit card or debit card, please fill it out completely so that in the accounting department, they can get you a tax receipt by the end of the year for your generosity. Hallelujah. Man, isn't it good to be in the house of God this morning? Man, it was good when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. That's a wonderful thing. Amen. Just like you are, right? Yeah, come as you are. And the Word of God will change you, and the Spirit of God will fill you. Praise God. Hallelujah. We normally have a, a Sunday evening service, but we're canceling it today so that you can spend time with your family this evening. So we usually it's 10.30 Sunday morning, 6.30 Sunday evening, and then on Tuesday nights we have what you call Life Group, or we have Life Christian University, depending on what that is on Tuesdays. Wednesday nights we actually do jujitsu here. So we open that up to men and women, as long as women come with women, to teach you that and all that kind of stuff. So, amen. And then also, um, because I own a security agency, we're able to offer concealed weapons permit classes. Praise God. Amen. So, God and guns. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. I'm just giving you time. I mean, I could sing a song if you want me to sing a song while you're writing. I mean, I could do that. Might as well go ahead and just. Well, it's all right to have another drink of water. It's all right. It's all right. Well, it's all right to drink the new wine now. It's all right. It's all right. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. I am the living water. I come to him. You will be all right. In Plant City, you want to say, will not oh, want any other. It's all right. Okay, praise God. enough. <laughs> lift your offering toward heaven if you would please father we just thank you for the gift and the giver and father as we plant seed into the gospel many souls will be won because of it and father we thank you that your word is true that as we're obedient to give a tithes and of offerings it will be given back to us pressed down shaken together and running over through the hands of men so father we're believing you for jobs and better jobs Pay raises and promotions. Father, we thank you to the book of Proverbs, which says that the wealth of the wicked is loosed unto the righteous or eventually makes its way into the hands of the righteous. So, Father, we thank you right now for promotions, pay raises, bonuses, increase, businesses increase, clients come in the name of Jesus. And, Satan, you are bound by the blood of Jesus. You are under our feet. Remove your hands from killing, stealing, and destroying from God's people's finances in the name of Jesus. And right now, we loose ministering angels that have been assigned to us according to the book of Hebrews, go forth and influence the wealth of the wicked to be loosed into our hands so that we not only can be blessed, but the church can be blessed and the kingdom of God can be advanced. In Jesus' name, and everybody says amen. Ushers, if you'll serve the people.
0: Guys, me in electronics. You know what? I'm getting better every day. (laughs) Amen. One day I'm going to figure out this microphone. I mean, it's coming, guys. It's coming. (laughs) But, hey, guys, welcome to Life Family Church. We thank you for coming out today, guys. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Amen. Hallelujah. What an honor, a privilege, and a blessing to be in the house of God with family today. We thank you so much, guys. This is amazing. I love seeing a packed house. Guys, this is an amazing, amazing day. So excited for what's to come. So if you are new here, you should have gotten a welcome packet. Uh, You get it from the Source Center. And afterwards, if you could just fill this out and uh, return it to the uh, Source Center after service to receive your free gift. Um, Also, too, guys, yesterday we had this amazing uh, Easter outreach. It was outstanding. It was such an honor and a privilege to be able to be there, to be able to serve with you guys. Guys, whoever, you know, everyone that came out and helped, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. Guys, that was probably... One of the best events I've been a part of here. I mean, it just worked out so well. There was such unity, and just to be able to give as much as we did, you know, I, I don't—I know don't, some of you know this, but we only asked for two bikes, but we got like 16. I mean, come on, that's how God works. Amen. Amen. It was such an amazing time. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for coming out. Uh, we appreciate it so much. Uh, Also, uh, Tuesdays, guys, we have our uh, Connect groups. That's at 6 p.m. So come on out. That's a great time for food and fellowship. It's an honor to be able to be here, to be able to, uh, you know, we have one of the leaders that goes over, um, you know, the teachings from Sundays, which is really nice because it's a really nice uh, fresh uh, touch from it. Um, Also, too, it's very interactive, guys. It's it's an opportunity to be able to come and to be able to uh, uh, to interact with each other and to be able to have more of the Word uh, during the week. But on top of that guys there's food so gotta (laughs) love the food of course it's always a great time I mean and I love it as an intern because whatever's left over I get the next day so last week I had some Taco Bell thank you so much for that whoever brought that in (laughs) because nothing goes to waste here Next up, we got Saturday Soul Winnings. So, um, if you're not familiar with us, uh, we do have Soul Winnings on Saturdays. This is at 10:45 a.m. This is an opportunity to be able to pour out what so what has so easily been given to us. So, it's an amazing time to be able to uh, you know spread the love of God, to be able to spread the gospel to Plant City, because we're believing Plant City shall be shaken by the power of God, and this is one the way we get to do that. So, we love it. It's at, again, it's at 10:45 a.m. every Saturday. Um, This is another very big announcement. We have our May Believers Authority class because here at Life Family Church, we are a campus for Uh, A university called Life Christian University. So if you've ever looked into pursuing um, a deeper understanding of the Word of God, or if you're ever looking at pursuing a degree uh, in in ministerial theology, this is a great way to do it. And guys, it's right here at this church. We're our campus for it. Uh, But if you just want, like, say, like a midweek service, you're like, no, I don't really you know, I, I, you know, I don't feel called to do that specific thing. Um, You know, you could come in and have the class for free. It's a free class. The only thing we ask is that you register. So registration has to be involved. Um, And again, you can see that in the source center. So at the source center, they have the registration sign up. Again, everyone should be coming to this period. I mean, it's believers authorities. I mean, that's an amazing class to come to. I've taken it a few times uh, to really understand the authority you have through Christ, because he's already paid the price. So we don't have to live through uh, some of the, uh, the trials that are coming our way amen yes. so uh, next up uh, we like pastor said there is no p.m. service tonight so we typically have a p.m. service at 6:30 30 p.m. Um, but tonight we are not going to be having that because it's Easter Sunday And last but not least, we do have our email connections. So again, if you fill out that welcome card, there's a spot in there for email. Please fill that out because that way you can get email connections on what's coming up here at Life Family Church. Um, Also, too, we have our website that is lifefamilychurch.net. That'll also give you other information as well as the calendar. And of course, we do have our Facebook page, Life Family Church, and Instagram. And I'm so glad someone else does that for us because, again, Instagram, microphones, it doesn't work for me. So thank you so much guys, so happy to be here with you.
1: All right. Thank you, Andrew. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, open your Bibles, if you would, please, to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. This morning I want to talk to you. The title of my message is The Power of the Cross. The Power of the Cross. First Corinthians chapter 1, verses 17 and 18. Thank you, Jesus. We'll give you a few seconds to turn in your weapons manual. Praise God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 17 and 18. It says this, For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, or the good news. Not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Father, I just thank you right now for each and every person that's come this morning. I pray that you touch their hearts. Father, let not one person be the same as they even leave this afternoon. Father, we just thank you. Holy Spirit, come. Make my tongue the pit of a ready writer to speak forth thy oracles unto your people this morning. Let every man, woman, and child in this building be brought low, but Jesus of Nazareth be lifted up and exalted. And Father, you stretch forth thy hand to heal and grant signs and wonders by thy holy child Jesus. Touch every hungry heart, every thirsty soul, and we promise to always give you the praise and the glory for everything that will be done, said, and revealed, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. Number one, what was the purpose of Jesus' coming? The purpose of Jesus' coming. 1 John 3.8 says, For this purpose the Son of Man was manifested that he may destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Amen. That's a good thing. What does, in, what does that entail? What did he came to do? He came to provide us with salvation. You see, there's only one way to heaven. There's not many ways to heaven. In John 14.6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one can come to the Father but by me. It's only through Jesus. Now, listen if you go to Muhammad's grave, he's still there. If you go to Hare Krishna's grave, he's still there. If you go to any other religious leader, he's still there or she's still there. But if you go to the tomb of the Lord Jesus Christ, I got good news for you. You can look and look and look, but it's empty. He is the only one, he's the only leader that ever died on a cross. For the people that believed in him. He's the only leader that he said that he would die and he would rise again. Not only that, he's coming again soon. The signs of the times are there. You can see it every day. The world is getting worse and worse and worse. But the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is rising up in power. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is rising up. For he's coming back for a glorious church. A church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. What does that mean? Nothing lacking, nothing broken. Can you say amen? You see, what was the purpose of Jesus' coming? He came for salvation. He came for restoration. He came for healing. He came for prosperity. He came to restore our joy that we may reign and rule with him. He gave us the authority that was once lost through Adam and Eve, and he gave it back to the church where you and I can reign and rule. You see, this is not Reebok's world. This is our world's. Can you say amen? And we have authority over the enemy. You just got to take authority over the enemy. You see, God's will is for us to be healed, to be restored, to be full. He did this in the book of Luke, chapter 5. Please go to the book of Luke, I'm sorry, chapter 4. Luke, chapter 4. Luke, chapter 4, and verse 15. Luke, chapter 4, and verse 15. The power of the cross Luke chapter 4 and verse 15 and he taught in their synagogues being glorified of all and he came to Nazareth where he'd been brought up and as his custom was he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day well that's a pretty good custom you want to put it this way as his custom was he went to church on Sunday can you say amen how many think that's a good custom to keep I think it's a good custom to keep. If he was good enough for Jesus, you should be good enough for us. Can you say amen? As his custom was, he went into the Sabbath day, and he stood up to read, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had laid it open the book, he found the place where it was written. He said this, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because, you see, what purpose What was the purpose of Jesus coming? Because he's anointed me to preach the gospel. The gospel is good news. It's not bad news. It's not Fox News. It's not CNN continual negative news. No, it's good news. The gospel is good news. What is the good news? For any sinner, for any backslider, there's a way of provision. There's a way back to God. I don't know what it is, but I love God with all my heart. Come on, hello, somebody. I love Him with all my heart. Do I mess up? Absolutely. Thank God for 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from our righteousness. There was only one perfect, and that was Jesus. But you know what? He takes our imperfection, and He makes us perfect on the inside. I may be imperfect on the outside because greater is He that is in me on the inside who actually makes me perfect. So, in my spirit, man, I'm perfect. In my flesh, I'm weak. But when I'm weak, He is strong. When I feel down and under, He lifts me up. When I feel depressed, He gives me joy. Come on, hello, somebody. He gives me joy. He turns my situations around. When it looks impossible, he makes it possible. He makes all the crooked paths. I'm preaching myself happy this morning. I'm going to tell you right now. Today is Resurrection Sunday. And the blood of Jesus covers me. The blood of Jesus washes me. The blood of Jesus. My God, has felt like fire shut up in my bones. Look what Jesus has done. Even 2,000 years, the message has not changed. It's good news. You can come to the altar and give your heart to God. You can go and cry out to God. He'll hear your cry. He hears the faintest cry. Maybe some of you are crying on the inside. Maybe some of you are empty on the inside. So I got good news. You don't have to be empty no more. You don't have to be broke no more. You don't have to be poor no more. Poor in spirit, poor in body, poor in your marriage. You don't have to be no more. Listen, the absolute worst that could ever happen to any one of us is you get born again, full of the Holy Ghost, and right. watch this, die and go to heaven. (laughs) That's the absolute worst. Come on, somebody. Amen. Not cancer, not divorce, not sickness, not poverty, not lack. You're born again. Hello, you got Jesus on the inside of you, and you're full of the Holy Ghost, and die and go to heaven. That's the absolute worst. As a matter of fact, you and me, this is the only hell we'll ever experience. This is the only hell you'll ever experience. To others, this is the only heaven you'll ever experience. Now, good news—that's the gospel. We've come to tell you good news. We haven't come to tell you that you're an old wretched sinner and a worm in the dirt. We haven't come to tell you that. No, we've come to tell you that there's a way out of the dirt. But come to tell you, there's a way out of poverty and lack. There's a way out of sickness and disease. For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifested. He may destroy the works. I feel like I'm in a crusade. That's what I feel like. I'm on a platform and thousands of people. Hallelujah. Thank God for the cross. Come on, hello. And thank God you don't have to go back to the cross. He's not even on it anymore. Can you say amen? So now you can lay your burdens, don't have to lay it at the cross, just lay it at His feet. Hello, somebody, amen. Cast your cares on the Lord, because He cares so much for you. For this purpose, Jesus Christ came. The power of the cross. You see, one of the things that provided through the cross was divine healing. Not only physically, but also mentally and relationally. In 3 John 1, 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health even as your soul prospers. That's the purpose of the cross, Amen. to provide everything that was lost in the Garden of Eden. He provided it all back to us. Listen, we're getting ready. to, Man, we're, we're about to zoom out of here. I'm, you, should, you should put your rapture thing on. I mean, <laughs> you should start because I'm telling you, it's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming. Two major events are coming. One, the greatest harvest of souls that the church has ever seen worldwide. And then the rapture is going to take place. The rapture. What's the rapture? Stick around here. We'll tell you the truth. Praise God. Amen. There's a rapture coming. When's the last time you heard a message on the rapture? The catching away of the church. Hello, somebody. I got good news for you. The catching. We are not destined for destruction. Let me say that one more time. The blood of Jesus is sufficient, and we are not destined for destruction. Hallelujah. You're the blood. He's the bridegroom. We're the bride. Come on. Hello, somebody. The bridegroom doesn't beat the crap out of the bride. Oh, I love you so much. Here's a black eye. Oh, I love you so much. Let me knock your tooth out. I love you so much. I don't care what the doomsday prophets are prophesying. They're prophesying. No, he's coming back. He's coming back for a glorious church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. No black eye, no toothless. Come on, Lucy. Nothing broken, nothing lacking. That's you and me, my brothers and sisters. Nothing broken, nothing lacking. He's coming back for this purpose. He came power of the cross he came to provide healing for you and me and we have access to the throne of god come on hello son we could go boldly and tell him talk to him i don't know about you but this is the way i talk to god oh i got up early this morning why did you get up early this morning my wife's alarm clock went off at 6 a.m so you might guess what when your wife's alarm clock goes off guess what you get up too praise god amen I went out to take the dog out, and I looked up to heaven, and I was like, man, golly, God, you got to change me. I, man, I was so weak in my flesh at times. I just cop an attitude and just everything. And then I heard, I'm in you. I'm in you. Let me work through you. Let me work my work in you. I'm like, okay, that's good enough for me. Praise God, amen. Go apologize to your wife because you snapped at her. Like none of y'all got into any kind of an argument this morning on the way to church. <laughs> get the kids up. They are up. Get this. Get that. Get the diapers. Get this. Can get I get a witness? <laughs> At least you didn't turn around and go home. Praise the Lord. Amen. You you pressed through. You made it to the other side. You're over in the, <laughs> You're over in the land of milk and honey. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> yeah. God's, God's will concerning healing. Psalms 107, verse 20 says this He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Come on, hello, somebody. He delivered us from destruction. Listen, He's not the destroyer. We're His bride. And it's in relationship, okay? Not male, female gender. I just want to make sure you understand that. We're, we are not transgender. I'm just, praise God, amen. The body of Christ is not transgender. And, and she's not confused either. It's in relationship. Come on now, bridegroom, bride in relationship. Amen. Come on, hello, somebody. So we're not destined for destruction. He just said there, I delivered them out of destruction. Yeah. Hallelujah. That is good news. It's not bad news, that's good news. The light of the gospel is the preaching and the teaching that leads to healing. That's what makes Jesus Christ the only way, the truth, and the life. Listen, I've been in the country of Nepal. In 2010, we did a mass miracle healing crusade in the country of Nepal, in Sirket, Nepal. It's in the heart of the country. Never been a crusade in that part of the country ever. As a matter of fact, at the time in 2010, it was against the law to preach the gospel in the country of Nepal. But they were going through some changes. They were changing from kind of like a theocracy, a king, to actually a you know, prime minister and all like that. So the government was. So they began to open up the country for whoever wanted to come in. So I'm sitting and standing on the platform of about 6,000 Buddhists and Hindus. 6,000 Buddhists and Hindus. Now, the Buddhist religion is a little different than the Hindu religion. Buddhists worship more than 133 million male and female gods. This microphone is a god to them. This podium is a god to them. Their automobile is a god to them. They have more festivals in the Buddhist Hindu religion than they do have days of the year. They like to party a lot. Hardly anybody works, but they like, sure like to party. They'll take streamers. They'll take paint. They'll kill a goat, cut the goat's head off, take goat's blood, sprinkle it in their car engine, all over the car, and they will bow down to it. and actually pray in tongues. Hyundai, Hyundai, Subaru, boo, Subaru, boo. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding just kidding Just kidding. that was pretty good huh? okay. just no but they'll bow down and they'll worship him but when you stand up and proclaim Jesus Christ I call this there's necessary persecution and then there's unnecessary persecution unnecessary persecution is if I take all the Buddhist gods and line them on the platform and take my nine iron and start playing golf and then they rush the platform to try to kill me that's unnecessary persecution but if I preach Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, what he did 2,000 years ago, he'll do today. Amen. And then they rush the plan for him, that's necessary persecution. Right. So I began to preach the gospel to the Lord Jesus Christ. And see, the thing is, is when they get born again, when they ask Christ to come into their heart, they do away with all their other gods. Right. Many times their families will reject them, throw them out in the street. What would convince A Buddhist or a Hindu? Hindus worship more than 10 gods. Buddhists worship more than 133 million gods. So what would convince a Buddhist and a Hindu that would lose so much to do away with all their other gods and give their heart to Christ? Let me tell you what the convincing factor is. It's when the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk, and demons come out of people. Come on, hello somebody. Amen. I remember preaching on the platform. Suddenly a man stands up who had a stroke. He stretched forth his hand. He started screaming at the top of his lungs. Jesus has healed me. Jesus has healed me. I didn't have time to pray for healing. I just preached the word because the Bible says he sent his word and he healed them and delivered them of all of their destructions. There's something about the word of God. See, this purpose of the cross was not only to bring a reason, but also to bring the word. Because the Word of God is alive. Hebrews 4.12 says that the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing the dividing of soul and spirit and joints tomorrow marrow is the discerner of the heart. The Word of God is alive. When you speak the Word of God over your circumstances, it's like God Himself saying those things over your circumstances. See, if you just follow Emmanuel, if you follow the manual, Y'all getting? You follow? You follow the manual? This book knows how to fix marriages. This this book knows how to fix your finances. This book knows how to fix your broken body, your broken arm. This book, if you just follow Emmanuel, Emmanuel, wonderful counselor. You know Amy Grant. Praise God. That'll tell you the era we're from. Praise God. Amen. You follow the book. He came to bring His word. Did he not say in the book of Psalms that my word is a light unto my feet and a light unto my path? Did he not say that? Did he not say that in verse John, John chapter 1 verse 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word came among us and dwelt among us and became flesh and the word came unto his own and his own received him not and he came unto to all those who would say that they would believe on him would become the sons of God. Isn't that right? Yeah. So there's something about the word of God. See, the power of the cross goes far beyond than just Jesus dying on it. Because after death comes resurrection. Can you say amen? And when Jesus said on that cross, it is finished. That meant that the blood was sufficient. That meant it was done. Your poverty, you don't have to be broke no more. You don't have to be poor no more. You don't have to be sick no more. You don't have to be depressed no more. He provided a way through the blood of the cross. Thank God. Thank God He rose from the dead. It shook all the earth when He rose. It shook the Roman shoulders. Come on, hello somebody. He's alive. How do you know? Because I've seen the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk, and demons come out of people through the power of the name of Jesus. I know that's kind of a famine today, especially in the United States, but things are changing, folks. I'm telling you, things are changing. It's changing. It's changing. America will be revived. America will have a great awakening. Plant City will have a great awakening. Hallelujah. And you can feel the pull of heaven. I know each and every one of you. You can feel the pull of heaven in your spirit. You know something epic is about to take place. You know it. You know it and you know her. Because he's drawing you. Why is he drawing you? Because people are lifting up Jesus. And Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And did he not say in the book of Acts, in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. That means everybody will have an opportunity to experience his glory, his presence. Because it's truly his presence that makes the difference in what you and I believe. Can you say amen? amen? And I hear him calling. He's calling us. He's calling us to come up higher. He's calling us to come up to a deeper realm, to a deeper place. So how do we receive all these things? Simply by believing. It's by faith. Faith and belief is the same thing. And God will meet you right where you're at. No matter what struggle you're going through. Why is that? Because there's never a pit too deep that God's presence can't reach down to grab you and pull you out. Sometimes people feel so guilty and they feel so ashamed and they feel like I'm so unworthy. That's okay. Jesus became unworthy for you so that you could become worthy. Come on. Hello, somebody. Jesus became depression for you so you can have joy. Jesus became oppression and took upon sickness so that you can be well. And God wants you well in every area, mentally and physically and relationship-wise. And yes, we have trials and tribulations. But as we go through the valley of the shadow, we shall come out better on the other side. Sometimes we go through trials and tribulations to help us form character and integrity of what we really believe. God won't test you with evil, but he will test your faith to see if you really believe him in the situation you're in. So here's the deal. There is deliverance for anything that you may be bound of. There is healing, anything you may sickness of. If you just give God an opportunity to invade your life, he will invade your life and things will turn for you. And he will become better and better and better and better. Can you say amen? amen. The power of the cross. Come on, stand to your feet if you would, please. Every head bowed, every eye closed this morning. I knew I wasn't going to preach very long this morning because maybe some people need some ministry. With every head bowed, every eye closed, if you would please. If you're in this place this morning and you don't know the Jesus that I'm talking about. a Jesus that's non-religious. One of the things that Jesus totally disliked was religious people and religion. Because what is religion? Man's vain attempt to reach God through works. Hallelujah. You don't have to work your way to heaven. You don't have to be a good person before you get accepted by Jesus. All you have to do is open your heart and accept him into your heart. Amen. And there's forgiveness. And there's restoration. And there's a washing. With every head, every eye closed, if you would please, if you're in this place and you've never asked Christ to come into your heart, that's the first thing. If you've never asked Christ to come into your heart. But you do that this morning. Second thing is this. Maybe at one time you've asked Christ to come into your heart, but somehow, some way, you have fallen away from your first love. Satan has pulled you away. The things of the world have pulled you away from your first love. You said, Dr. Jack, this morning I just need to give my heart back to God. You can do that this morning, 100%. Number three, maybe you're in this place and you're not 100% sure that if you were to die today, you'd make heaven. God forbid. Listen, there's a heaven to gain and there's a hell to shun. Hell was created for Satan and his angels. It wasn't created for humanity. Humanity was, is God's greatest creation, most precious creation. Fourth thing is this. Maybe you just don't know. You don't have the assurance Maybe you like, I think I'd go to heaven, but I'm not really sure. Today, you can know for sure. So the first thing is this, every head bowed, every eye closed. You never asked Christ to come into your heart, and you'd like to do that this morning. We're going to pray a prayer here in a moment. But if you'd like to do that, would you slip your hand up real quickly and put it down? Is there anyone in here that you've never asked Christ to come into your heart? Would you like to do that? Thank you, Jesus. Second thing is this. At one time, you were on fire for God, but somehow, some way, man, it just Satan has pulled you away. And the things of the world are more prevalent in in your life than the things of God. But you want to get back to God. You're like, I need need that. I need peace. I need joy. I need comfort in my heart. I don't have that. I need to get back to God. If that's you, would you slip your hand up real quickly? Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. Third thing is this. If you were to die today, you don't have the assurance of your salvation. You're not 100% sure, without a doubt, that you'd make heaven. Maybe the devil's been lying to you. Look what you do. How can you be saved? Look at all the things you do. And you don't have an assurance. But this morning, you'd like to have an assurance of your salvation. Would you slip your hand up real quickly? Can I see your hand? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fourth thing is this, if you didn't lift your hand on salvation or rededication or to make sure, but you want to be included in the prayer that I'm going to pray for those three things, salvation, rededication, or make sure, include me, preacher, in that prayer. Would you slip your hand up real quickly right now? Anybody? Include me in that prayer. Include me in that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Include me in that. Thank you. Thank you, young lady. Thank you. Is there anybody else? Thank you. Thank you. Man, today could be a new beginning the rest of your life a new beginning hallelujah thank you Jesus we give you praise Jesus a new beginning I think everybody they say say this term all the time everybody deserves a second chance I think everybody deserves a new beginning thank you Lord
0: thank you for joining us this week It's our honor to serve you and be part of your walk with Christ. Don't forget to check out our website at lifefamilychurch.net. Have a blessed week and remember, the best is yet to come.